Good afternoon and welcome to the program. We have in recent weeks been speaking with a lot of candidates for the upcoming June primary, including in that crowded 13th congressional district. There are four Republicans seeking the nomination for that open seat. We've had three of them on the show, and today we have the fourth of those four candidates. His name is Matt Hausman, Republican running for Congress in the 13th district. He joins us live this afternoon. Thanks so much for your time. Great to have you on the program. Thanks for having me, Jim. Glad to be here. Well, let's just begin by having you introduce yourself to our listeners. Give us a bit of your background and why you have now decided to run for the U.S. Congress. Okay, great. So I am a local farm boy. I grew up on a family farm just south of Champaign, a little town of Pasodum, Centennial Farm. I grew up in the same house that my dad and my grandfather grew up in. And I had the classic American dream of going into space. A little different, but uh, I'm a little too tall and have too bad eyes to become an astronaut. So I ended up doing the next best thing and becoming an aerospace engineer. So I got to live out that aspect of my American dream. And that opportunity made me realize how lucky I am. And I want to give back. And I've been wanting to give back for years. During my aerospace uh, career, I actually stepped away for a while to teach high school government in East Los Angeles. Uh, Then after a stint at SpaceX, I decided to leave SpaceX to go to do work in South America and do volunteer work there and around the world for about a year. And then I returned back to Illinois a few years ago to help out on that family farm and wanted to continue to serve. I've been running a nonprofit here in Champaign called Feeding Our Kids, providing food to hungry school children uh, all across Champaign County. And throughout that, I've met so many different people who are sick of politics and sick of the vitriol. And they have said that they just wish somebody would run who just wanted to focus on solving problems and bringing people together. And so that's why I decided to throw my hat in the ring for this 13th Congressional District. Well, you have laid out a number of those problems you'd like to address in your website. I'd like to go through a a few of them with you. And I want to start with crime, obviously a very hot topic this year. uh, And you you talk about it on your website. So what would you do? What policies would you propose to try to make the streets of communities like Champaign and Springfield safer? Right. So the first one, I look at it as it is a multi-step. Uh, issue. It's not going to be simple slogans that fix this. First and foremost, we absolutely have to support our law enforcement in every way possible. That includes funding, uh, emotional and mental support uh, to make sure that they feel respected and supported by their community that they're trying to serve and protect. Uh, Beyond that, we have to encourage policies that promote community policing to improve those relationships uh, across the community. And a lot of people don't worry about the roots of this violence, and that's what we have to look at. We have to address those roots and start young. Uh, A lot of times children start to go down a bad path by the time they are even before the age of 10. And unfortunately, a lot of our intervention programs don't start until junior high or high school. So we really need to focus on strong intervention programs at much earlier ages uh, so we can address those roots of violence in our community. 
That ties into another issue you, you talk about. Uh, it, you describe it as rethinking our education system. And I know you have worked with a, a, a charter school over in the Champaign area. So what do you mean when you say rethinking our education system and what specific policies would that uh, translate to? Well, first of all, just one slight correction. I worked in a charter school in, in East Los Angeles. Oh, my apologies. Uh, I, I, I misread that yeah. then on your on your site. But but still, you do have that charter school experience. Yeah. So would that be yeah. a part of what, what you're talking about in, in rethinking our education system? Yes. We, can, we can't just use the one-size-fits-all approach. Uh, so we've got to look at school choice and different educational models, such as charter schools, uh, and trying to have different opportunities because each child is unique and has different learning needs. And we need to address that. And we also need to make sure we're giving them all the different opportunities. Uh, One of the big issues with education, especially when I was in school, uh, we promoted four-year universities above all. And unfortunately, we were not promoting vocational ed and the trades. And we need to really, and luckily we've started to turn the corner on that, uh, but we really need to make sure that children can find all kinds of opportunities and give them the skills to thrive in this 21st century economy. There's been a lot of talk over the years about things like, for example, free community college. You could translate that also to free vocational or, or trade school educations. Is that something you would uh, consider as a, as a possible way to implement some of what you're talking about here? I would consider it, but not necessarily a free-for-all, so to speak. Uh, there's definitely opportunities, especially when you look at opportunities for service, uh, that if we can promote, uh, for example, there's programs uh, for doctors going into rural communities. Uh, so we could do things like that for nursing uh, and similar types of programs where we, we do offer free education, but there are some expectations with that. Uh, but we do need to promote that kind of training and diverse uh, job skill training. We're talking with Matt Hausman, Republican for Congress in the 13th Congressional District, one of four candidates seeking that nomination there. Uh, You do talk as well about uh, your concerns on federal spending and a need to get that under control. So where specifically would you seek to cut or perhaps to reallocate spending uh, to try to uh, to make some difference there in uh, the the government's uh, ongoing fiscal issues and the increasing uh, deficit and debt? Well, government waste is a huge issue. So when I worked at Boeing, I had a security clearance. I actually worked on defense projects. And at the same time, I also would work on the other side and work on commercial programs. And I would do jobs on the commercial side. And then when I would go over to the government side, there would often be five people doing the same job I was doing by myself. And that's just part and parcel with a lot of government programs. So we really need to go through a lot of those types of programs, look for government waste, and clean that up. Can, can I ask you and, about that, though? Because sure. uh, you know, I've been doing this for a long time. I've lost count of the number of uh, political candidates I've spoken to over the years who say, <laughs> we got to get a handle on waste. Yet, realistically, what are you what are you going to do? I mean, uh, sure, there's waste. There's also waste in the private sector. I've certainly seen that as well. Right. But but realistically, what policies can you propose? What uh, changes can you make uh, that would make a meaningful difference in that where uh, 35 years of candidates before you have failed to do so? Very true. 
Uh, and one is it is not letting yourself get stuck in the swamp, so to speak. Uh, taking advantage of over government oversight, uh, that's one of the main roles for Congress, is to look at look at those contracts and make sure, and going back to the government teacher, and this could be things like lobbying reform and uh, ethics reform there. Talk about my government teacher hat for a second, the Iron Triangle, when you have special interest groups and bureaucracy and legislative committees kind of all working together hand in hand, and the taxpayer is the one that ends up paying the bill for it. Uh, so beyond just waste itself, there's also structural reform that we'd have to look at. And, and what? how does that manifest itself? What do you mean by that? Uh, by the structural reform? Correct. That would be, for example, limits, if not outright bans on former uh, congressional uh, members of Congress, former bureaucrats and agency heads working for lobbying firms. And that kind of inside baseball and a lot of government reform there. That sounds great, but could you really get a Congress of politicians to go along with that and pass <laughs> legislation like that? That's definitely going to be difficult. And I'm not naive to expect that a freshman congressman from central Illinois is going to go in and completely change the culture of Congress. But... It, it just takes a small group of people to keep pounding the drum and working on those kind of issues and bringing them to the forefront and pushing that message uh, of government reform. And it, it'll be slow, but the important thing is to keep moving forward. If you would stipulate for a moment that uh, eliminating waste probably won't be the solution to all of our fiscal problems in the country, are there specific areas of spending where you would want to see some pretty significant cuts to try to get a handle on the, the federal budget? Uh, military spending, domestic spending, foreign aid, where where should we break out the long knives? That's a good question. And I would have to look at, you can call it waste, but looking a lot at those types of uh, corporate tax loopholes, looking at programs that are giveaways, um, corporate subsidies, corporate welfare, those kinds of programs are other ways where we can find some savings. I, uh, I, I am sorry to ask you this, but we've been asking it of, of all Republican candidates for Congress because this seems to be a big issue still uh, among the GOP faithful. Do you believe Joe Biden legitimately won the 2020 presidential election? Yes. That is the first time we have gotten a, a, a straight answer to that question, and I, I appreciate that very much. Uh, that is one way you stand out from your opponents, but how else do you separate yourself from the pack in a, in a four-way primary? Uh, it's an open seat and uh, a fair number of political newcomers in this race. How do you uh, set yourself apart and make an impact with voters in the 13th District? Well, I think, as I went over earlier, I definitely have a different resume than the typical political candidate. Uh, so I have a, a breadth of resume working in aerospace, being a former teacher, working on the family farm, working nonprofit. Uh, so I can have different perspectives and talk about these issues with pretty much anyone and try to bring people together uh, to focus on solutions and not just noise and partisanship and focused on the next 
election. I, I want to worry about the long term and solving problems for the American people so that they can achieve their own American dream. Matt Hausman, Republican candidate for Congress in the 13th Congressional District. How do people learn more about your candidacy and your campaign? So I encourage your listeners to go to HausmanForCongress.com. Uh, that spelling is H-A-U-S-M-A-N. Again, HausmanForCongress.com. And hopefully your listeners would come by and join us for uh, to help restore the American dream. I really do appreciate your time this afternoon. Looking forward to talking to you as the campaign goes on. All right. Thank you very much, Jim. Thanks again. Take care.